Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to a week of Movie Monthlies. Another month? But I'm joined as always enough. by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. I'm just back from holidays. Sean, how are you? I'm not back from holidays, Connor. Mm. So take that as you will. Uh, <laughs> so you should be right on top form. You yeah. are like not out of practice at all. Oh, you would think so. Yeah, yeah. I was I was here doing the show on my own. I just didn't record it. Uh, <laughs> no, I got a face full of pollen earlier. So if I take any sneeze breaks... That's mm. look. I'll do my best, but amazing could happen. Sorry, could sorry happen. about sending you that box of pollen. <laughs> no, no, no. Look, it was it was an odd choice, but I respect the I hustle. I thought it'd be a laugh. <laughs> oh, and it was. Everyone else laughed. <laughs> Um, so yeah, this is Movie Monthlies. This is a show we used to do weekly. And then we stretch out to monthlies where we kind of discuss all of the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally have a bit of a chit-chat about everything to do with film. Yeah. So... What what's kind of changed is because you know monthly now means we only co- touch on the good stuff, um, the, the cream of the crop. See, basically, we burnt out and we weren't enjoying movies anymore, so we changed it, and now this is just the show that suits us. We're also at a very unique stage in our relationship, Sean, in that I have seen Spider Man. Uh, into the Spider Verse, and, and I am seeing it tomorrow evening. Uh, so, or is it across? It. Uh, it's, in, it's a cross. It's a cross, and then next one is beyond. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have seen across the spider verse. You have not, and you are seeing it tomorrow. Yeah. So I'm sitting here with all of that information for anyone listening to this who's also seen it. We know, like we're all in the know. Seems like at some point this week we should do a review of it, where everyone has seen it and what? can talk I, about it, Connor. A, re- a review of the movie that everyone's talking about. Oh, that's movie- made a lot of money. Look, it's it's wild for us, but maybe we jump on that train for a little bit. <laughs> do something on time. <laughs> <laughs> I, li- I like hitting it after a month when you know it's not hot anymore. Nobody's going to click on it, but that's when you really get them in. Yeah, there was a time. There was a time we we reviewed a movie like 
two or three weeks late. It might have been Black yeah, Panther yeah, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I thought that was good. That was a great idea. We're great businessmen. That's it, because just when people think they've forgotten about it and don't care, <laughs> yeah. boom, we show up. But they're like, I can't really remember the plot anymore. <laughs> then when you hit could, it with a review. Wish someone could explain that to me. Uh, but no, Spider-Verse review will be coming soon-ish. It'll happen. Yes. Um, but, Sean, we are back with a whole host of more episodes. Last week, we took the week off. We are back with three days this week. We got Weird News and Hero Zero coming up My this God. week. Can I, can I have some but, time off? This sounds a, lot, a little busy. And you had last week off. What oh, sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, but I need another week. <laughs> I should have had having a sick day. Um, but yeah, we're starting off this week with the only place I could start, and that was Spider-Man news oh. for the last few for the last few weeks. And it's not the Spider-Man you're thinking of, because Tom Holland Tom has confirmed Holland. that Spider-Man 4 meetings are taking place with an MCU return looking likely for himself and Zendaya in Spider-Man 4. Interesting, because famously at the end of No Way Home, spoilers for No Way Home, spoilers for anything we talk about really today, yeah. uh, Zendaya, the character, Mary Jane Watson. No, the woman. (laughs) Forgot who Peter Parker was. Uh, So now she's showing back up in the movie. Yeah. So, well, look, I mean, you can look into that all you want, but I mean, you would have to be, and I'm not, I'm not messing around here, the dumbest motherfucker alive to do Spider-Man 4 and go, do you know what we'll do? We won't cast Zendaya because she forgot him in the last movie and I hate money. And on press tours, they have absolutely no <laughs> chemistry together. <laughs> it's- I mean, there might have been one guy in the fucking studio room that like, came up with that idea. It's like, well, why would we include her? So she can't remember Peter Parker. doesn't make any sense to have MJ in the movie. And everyone's like... Do you like money, John? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. The Spider-Man 4 then would be basically Peter Parker as people know him in the comics is where he's starting out in 4. Because he's broke, he lives alone, he has no friends or loved ones. That's essentially what he, we're dealing with here. I mean, that is Peter Parker in a nutshell. Yeah. That, that is the Peter Parker we know and love. Except for the comics at the minute where they're doing really wild fucking stuff with the character. It's it, it's entirely insane. Uh, I, I have heard negative stuff about it. Yeah, so the, like, oh, they, they, they had a whole thing about they just like basically snapped a couple of children out of existence because they were ah, MJ's you know kids. How it is. The, <laughs> Spider-Man can never be happy. They're, they never allow that character to do anything or be happy. Oh, they, they gave him kids. No, not his kid. Now, look, he had kids before. Uh, we did, yeah. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. They killed them too. Oh, they'll kill anyone he gets too close to, or, or Sires. <laughs> or Sires. Sires, I'm bringing Sires back. Why do I speak like Mid this every so Sires. <laughs> they'll kill any Sire he gets. Any Sire, um, any Sire at all. Wasn't there a thing where Mary Jane, uh, I mean, this is like proper novice stuff. Hit me with But it. didn't Mary Jane get like really sick because oh yeah so the the radioactive radioactive spider that uh, bit Peter Parker made let's say every fluid in his body (laughs) became radioactive for his sires for his sires and look they attempted siring so much (laughs) that she got cancer and fucking that is died. a plot point. Once again, that was John. <laughs> it's like, lads, yeah. <laughs> I've come up with a fucking genius I idea. I know exactly what we're going to do here. Um, but what do you think of a Spider-Man 4? I mean, 
I think we all kind of knew it was going to happen. This yeah. is kind of the first official confirmation that, yes, um, the main issue, and this is going to probably affect all of the news we have for today, yeah. um, or for this one, is there's a little thing called a strike going on at the minute. Um, with all the writers the, who write the films. With the Writers Guild, yes. yes. Um, and so that is going to push back any announcement that we have in all this stuff, probably by at least six months That's, to a year. True, but also fair because the, if if they can't make the films, oh, no, I'm not writers, saying yeah. that. No, I'm not saying that you're coming out as a fucking union buster <laughs> over here. Like I'm just being like, oh, I don't like. <laughs> this is how I announce it. <laughs> well, I think they should get back to fucking work. Yeah. <laughs> time's ticking, boys. What are we doing here? Do you see? Uh, actually, for on Deadpool three. Ryan Reynolds isn't yes. allowed improv because he's in the writer's guild. Yeah, because that's technically writing. I so, mean... But if Ryan Reynolds isn't allowed improv as Ryan Reynolds, then what are his scripts? I, I, I don't I, know. I don't... I, 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 unless... Maybe he's a really excellent, like, full screenplay writer and he just never <laughs> gets to flex that. Like, I, I don't know... In terms of all of this, like, the Writers Guild obviously is going to impact this greatly. Yeah. Um, especially with the movie. I mean, they ha- haven't even cast it yet. They haven't written it. Um, unless they somehow, some way, have a script finished already, I, which I guarantee has not happened. No, as we all know, Marvel scripts are written up until and sometimes during... Uh, filming starts sometimes after sometimes in the after process. as well it's add a wild. few people in God throw a few people out was good wasn't it uh, oh, <laughs> oh there's probably going to have to be a few edits around villains in the next few movies I would say so oh yeah that's mm. another thing that's happening uh, we'll wait to mm. see what happens with that the the yeah. thing about um, Spider-Man 4 though in particular as well is that you have Sony involved so yeah. If there was anything that's, that I'd be sure, like, because, you know, some projects might get canned or lost in the writer's strike, but Spy- Sony and Spider-Man, they will always want another Spider-Man. So, like, and also, they if they can get Holland and Zendaya back, yeah, Sony, as you say, they'd be mad not to, like... They, I mean, there's no point in not doing that. If, you, if there's even a sniff that Tom Holland is happy to come back until he's 30, they will keep bringing him back until he is 30. Exactly. And on the other side of it, for Marvel in general, maybe it's a good thing that they just kind of slow down with some stuff. People have been saying that for a while. You know, quality, not quantity (laughs) and all that. Maybe take a break, bud. Maybe. Why are we getting Agatha Coven of Chaos, for example? I think that got delayed. Good. (laughs) Delay it indefinitely until the universe explodes. <laughs> and like, actress, fantastic. The whole no, thing. nothing against Catherine Hahn or anything like that. No, but that's a movie. Great. That's a, sorry, that's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a show that's being put into production solely because mm. it was a fun character on a different show who had a yeah. song that went semi-viral. I feel like I've gone insane in the last few months in that sometimes when I hear reports of some project, I don't know if anyone else does this, I now start imagining this is definitely something that would happen in a movie that's about like how society... It's, it, or something would happen in the boys because I'm thinking of like yeah. those boys adverts about those movies which are spot um, on by the way which are spot on but I'm always whenever these things get announced I'm always like would it, would this be a trailer or something in the boys and I'm like it fucking would we're living in that timeline at the moment yeah like I, I, I would 
I hear some announcements and I'm like, like Don Toretto definitely would have this idea and think it's great, you know, and that's my benchmark. <laughs> Did you watch a Fast and Furious movie recently? Not recently, no, uh, no not at all. <laughs> but I, I, I've been getting a lot of clips on TikTok, Connor. Have you? Oh, good. good. I also watched um, on TikTok the other day the entirety of Inception, but... <laughs> <laughs> How it was meant to be viewed. Yep. Watched it memento style, all out of order. <laughs> um, I've I've started I had I was at work and you know like I put like a video on in the background. Yeah. Um, when I'm just working away. And I have now there's great joy. I'm watching people watch Guardians of the Galaxy One for the first time oh, but I don't like it if they've already seen it what I want is I want that moment at the start of them being like who the fuck are these guys and then about halfway through being like I would die for that <laughs> raccoon I will kill myself if anything happens to the tree <laughs> <laughs> yeah like I think it's for the, there was one that is my particular favourite and it's with this like couple and the guy had seen the movie and the girl hadn't and I was oh, like okay right. Right. and so I was like okay let's see it at the end of the review <laughs> she just goes yeah that was fine and you can see the moment where it's happening <laughs> oh no <laughs> Because he's so heartbroken. Because we're all like, "What? How is? How, how is it just fine?" That response? That's the incorrect response to that film. <laughs> like, like it's fine. Objectively, you're allowed to have your own opinion. Yeah, totally. But, but, but it's Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Not even that was fun, dude. Watching someone watch something for the first time is a great experience. It's like, it's like all the video, like showing people the red wedding in Game of Thrones, <laughs> like. <laughs> Better than the show, objectively. No, yeah, I hate those, like, the ones in the bar where they're all going fucking insane for no, every yeah. scene. Can't deal with that no, shit. Give me but friends I'm- on a couch who trusted one yeah. person to recommend something and are about to have it all ripped away. And, and there's one that doesn't understand what's going on. The others are kind of explaining it real quick. Yeah. And then they get, you can see their heartbreak because you can see you and them. There's a whole, it's great stuff. We could, we could start a reacting thing ourselves but we've oh, seen man. everything everything that's ever been made yeah, that's true that's true and we've talked about it off mic and none of you will ever get to hear it ha 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 so Spider-Man 4 excited or not excited excited I hope they keep him in that suit for the entirety of the film uh, like the suit he made at the end it's a beautiful suit it's a beautiful suit they're definitely going to give him a f- different suit and I'm not happy about that but no, don't don't bring back like the Iron Spider suit or anything. I think like that. all just, that's kind of gone. I think he's just fresh slate. Leave now. it at that. That 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 was such a beautiful snu- suit in the snow at it's the end so, of that. So fucking good, and it's like yeah. slightly shiny, and it's different materials. And he made it himself. But, oh, but I'll tell you something about that movie. It's nowhere near the best Spider-Man movie I've seen in the past three years. Shot. Oh, go Go ahead. Nowhere really? Here. Just oh. I have a particular other movie in mind that I've seen recently that I think you might like. Well, I'm just furiously trying to think of any other Spider-Man project, but I can't. <laughs> I can't. Do you know who, actually, do you know uh, Spider-Man and his super friends, the kids show that's on Disney XD? You might be familiar. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, no, either. Do you know who sings the theme song for that? Uh, no, who? Patrick Stump from Fallout Boy. Does he? Yeah. And that's like the perfect no Venn diagram. Like it. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> that's what dragged you in. Drag me back in. It's my favourite Spider-Man animated project, I would say. I mean, that is, that is, a, that is wrong. 
That's just wrong. I haven't seen it. What am I meant to do? What about Into the Spider-Verse? Oh, that's all. No, that's that's pretty good, actually. That's pretty good. I thought you were about to say, oh, that's all right. No, yeah, I was going to, but then I realised I'd be struck down. And then I might never become Spider-Man myself if I said that. Oh, okay, right, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, Sean, we're going to move on to our next piece of news that's not Spider-Man related. Um, for the week that's in it, I, I know it feels like there's no other movie, but there apparently is other movies. Um, and the the thing is, uh, one of our favourite current movies that is going on, Gladiator 2, Sean. Yeah, now, we yeah, yeah, yeah. We love this movie because Paul Meskel, Irishman Paul Meskel, yeah. um, one of the lads, one Local of our crew. legend um, Paul Meskel. <laughs> Local legend Paul Meskel, man who was not meant to make it and is somehow fucking killing it. Um, he is starring in Gladiator 2. And we also know Denzel Washington is in well, Gladiator 2. This is Ridley Scott's Gladiator 2. But now reports have come out that Pedro Pascal is set to join the cast of Gladiator 2. Paul Meskel is now with Pedro and Denzel Washington in the same movie. They're going to have such charisma together, talking on, on set, behind-the-scenes interviews, all of this. It's going to be gold. The uh, Barry is off the movie now, isn't that what I heard as well? Oh, sorry, Barry. Is Barry on it or off it? Is he? He was on it for a while. I think there's a scheduling conflict that means he maybe can't be on it anymore. Fuck. Yeah. So look, I you you couldn't handle that amount of charisma and just friendliness in one room. I think there's a thing that you can't have two Irish men in the same movie at the same time. Otherwise, the world will implode. What about Banshees of Inisherin? If I could just immediately call you on Ones that. that aren't set in Ireland. If if it's an American film, but it's two Irish people in the movie and they have to be lead roles. This is a really in- intricate oh. and tough one. Okay, yeah. the first obvious choice is Donald Gleeson, but has he ever stared across somebody who's Irish? Uh, Donald Gleeson, okay. Donald Gleeson <laughs> was in... Oh, wait. Wait, now hang on. That's going to be a tough one. <laughs> There's a good bit of a trivia. I, I, look, if I wasn't on the spot and being recorded and could see time ticking away... Okay, I'm, so of, you have Brendan and you've got Colin and in Bruges, but that, I mean, that's made by Irish. It's in Ireland for a bit. Irish. It's in Ireland for a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can't have any ties to Ireland whatsoever. No ties to Ireland whatsoever. Mm. There's just two Irish lads in it. What about Eternals? Barry, and there has to be one other dude in there. <laughs> Angelina Jolie's a bit Irish, is she? Yeah. Well, uh, the, 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 the Boondock Saints, none of them are Irish, but they're meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> it holds up. My theory that I've just made up holds up under the most strenuous scrutiny. It's just, you can't find them. You can't f- name one at this yeah. exact moment, so I win. Okay, do you think this is a specific Google? Like, it's too specific. Movies There's with no two way you can Google Irish Google movie actors. with two Irish men, but also not set in Ireland. I can do that filtering in my... No, I don't want Banshees of Inner and Give me a different film. <laughs> uh, these are all good Irish films. No, no, no. What can't have Michael here? Collins either. Can't have uh, Sins of the Father, no. Can't have... No. Uh, the Irishman? No, that's a different one. Uh, no, they're none of them are Irish. Oh, hang on now, hang on. What are we doing here? Because okay, so d- d- look, another friend of the pod who doesn't know we exist. 
Chris O'Dowd's been in some movies. Alright. Yeah. Uh, he was in Thor The Dark World. Uh, <laughs> with famous <laughs> Irish actor. Chris O'Dowd in Thor The Dark World as a main character in that movie. I, I would say he's he, he he's key to the plot. Is he? He Is sets he key, up the drama the- between Jane and Thor. Oh, that we all love and adore. Yeah. <laughs> drama. Love and Thor. Uh... <laughs> hate myself more than any of you hate me. What do you think of Pedro Pascal in Gladiator 2? I mean, obviously fantastic. Obviously fantastic. He doesn't have a great track record with winning duels uh, just mm, in, in parts that he plays. No, he's he's actually 100% at a loss. Yeah, in whatever he's 100% duels lose he has. rate because he's no longer Mandalore. Uh, he, mm. the, 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 the Viper thing happened. Uh, so it's not looking good. <laughs> And so you're saying they should have a scene early on where he comes in and you're like, holy fuck, that's Pedro Pascal. I didn't know Pedro Pascal was... And his eyes just get popped immediately. Like, first five minutes. What got me about that scene was the teeth skittering across the floor. It's like, oh, it's rough. Oh, you're not growing them back. Those are adult teeth. <laughs> you can grow the eyes back, but not the teeth. Would you rather lose all your teeth or lose both your eyes? <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? Obviously <laughs> the eyes. Sometimes I ask a question just to th- ask a question, you know? It's but like, not- who's going to be like, you know what, actually, I'd love to have both my eyes popped, but keep a lovely set of chompers on myself so I can have a nibble whenever I want. I'd wager a dog would make that choice. Now, but dogs are idiots. Hey, now, get over <laughs> yourself, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> that the way you said that was very Chris O'Dowd, by the way. Um, yeah, I know. People commenting on TikTok to be like Sean is Chris O'Dowd, which is hilarious. Yeah, um, look, they, they, they can comment all they want; it doesn't make it any more or less true. Also, uh, the fact that Pedro Pascal is gonna—he's gonna have to fit it in around doing the Last of Us season two, which is currently getting scheduled, oh, yeah. but obviously going going to be pushed back due to writer strike once again. Now it's on HBO. Oh no, actually no, it's on Max. It is on Max, sorry. We can't call it HBO Max mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have... I ha- okay, I have one. Now, it hasn't come out yet. Oppenheimer has Killian Murphy and Kenneth Branagh. Is he- nice. It's a... Uh, oh. <laughs> Branagh's a... You don't associate Branagh with us, I think. No, no, you don't. But you know, where's Brad? What's his connection to us? Where, where's he from? He was. He's born in Belfast. He was born in Belfast, Connor. Okay, fine. So fine. okay, that is. You got there, you but either, it hasn't come out yet. So I'm right for another few months. You either have to allow Brana, or you have to say that Belfast isn't a part of Ireland. Which one are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Why is the pressure come to me? <laughs> It's all down to this. The world is listening. I'm allowing Brada. I'm allowing Brada all You're day. He's Brana. coming from the island. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, yeah. if, they, if Spotify does that thing where they ask you what you thought of the episode, name another film with two Irish men in it. It has to be two Irish men. This is our one random request of the week. Um, yeah. Also, if you could give us a rating or some sort of review, that would be ideal as well. Uh, that would also um, be nice. We did get a comment on the um, the Psylocke episode of Hero or Zero. 
saying that it was the best report yet, but they got confused from about the seven minute mark onwards. <laughs> that was me, sorry. All oh, right, no worries at all. <laughs> that was me coming. <laughs> seven. They lasted seven. Seven. I'm pretty positive. That goes off the rails around maybe the third, the three minute mark. Fairly swift. Fairly swift. Yeah, to yeah, be yeah. fair. Um, if you haven't listened to the Psylocke episode, please go back and listen to it because I mean, you, you'll feel like you're having a brain problem, but that's not you. That's no. That's Sean. That's that's entirely me. And also comics <laughs> is doing that. Yeah. Um, Sean, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And weirdly, it's it's following the same trend. But this, I think, Sean, and I think this might be going under the radar, but we are having another flash-like movie experience with a certain movie called Blade. Now, Sean, oh. if you remember when we first started this show... Yeah. Flash was the movie that became the running gag because it kept getting pushed back. It didn't have any directors. Then it had too many directors. It had no writers. Ezra Miller was writing it. Like, and then you had... Um, <clears throat> a bunch of allegations. Yeah, a bunch of actual crimes committed. <laughs> Just the old, your usual crimes. You know how it is. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You had, a, you had a universe in turmoil. It was a whole thing. You had a pandemic in the middle of everything. And it got pushed back about 19 times. Well, Blade, when Mahershala Ali for, for the MCU shot, looks to be the next Flash because we've had a few reports already of behind-the-scenes problems. It was set to start filming last year, I think in October of yeah. last year. Um, and then just before filming started, uh, they looked at the script and they said, this is really shit. Like, this is 90 <laughs> pages and really bad. <laughs> and so Mahershala Ali said I'm not doing this movie I have an Oscar if you're going to serve this 90 page script and then figure it out on the day which fair folks to him absolutely um, so so it's still in, so we need yeah we need one movie in development hell at all times I think on this podcast so the, the one at the minute is Blade as the writer's strike has now taken another chunk out of Blade because they didn't get the script done in time and they were still writing it and now it's just kind of out there I they were mean, set to start filming next month <laughs> oh I don't think I don't reckon it'll be done by then oh so we're probably looking at like 2025 or 6 for Blade then I think originally it was 24 I think originally it was next year um, if they were meant to start filming looking. next month no that's, I don't think that's happening unless it's like because originally it was meant to start filming in like yeah, September October finish around February this year then That'd maybe late 2024 yeah but I don't I don't see that happening but that means everything's getting pushed back like because unless <clears throat> nothing of note happens in Blade that affects I don't know Secret Wars uh, which I uh, look I'm all look push it back and just write it good when you do get to write it would be the advice there just make it a good film. Well, I mean, what what happened was that uh, he recently hired um, the true de- the the true detective creator Nick P- Pizzolatto, I think is how you pronounce that second name, to mm-hmm. work on the script. So the guy who worked on True Detective, a show everyone loves in terms of it's an excellent show, great show. Um, um, so what happened was Mahesh Ali, he goes out. He's like, this script is shit. Who do I know that I starred in a series with them that's one of the best script writers in Hollywood? Oh, wait, Nick, he's he's around. And he was hired last month to have a look at the script and work on it. Yeah. But 
then of course the strike has now come in so time and this 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 the insider has said time simply ran out <laughs> and so he didn't have enough time to work on it and so now the whole movie's going to be shut down sean my question is simple <clears throat> will we ever see blade <laughs> oh man i really hope so right because blade is like the entry point gateway to all the weirder stuff in marvel and like, you know, this coming from, we do have Werewolf by Night and Man-Thing in the universe now. But like Blade is like, has the perfect combination of name recognition, cool character design and weird monster shit that I love. But I, I would, I would not be surprised if they recast Blade. Because I could see Mahershala no. Ali just being like, I'm going to do actual movies. It's it's one of those re- things where they actually went too too good. Yeah. Because, which, actually, a few years ago would have been fine. You get the best in. They were running like a fucking clock. They were, get, they were pumping these out miss, three a really. year. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so they, they bring in Ali. He's like, I'm literally one of the best actors who alive on yeah. the planet. And I could do that. And they were like, that's our dream casting. And then he said yes. And they're like, oh shit, we've got an Oscar winner doing Blade. And then they didn't live up to their end of the bargain. Yeah. Where, and it was, and then we had like Angelina Jolie showing up in Eternals. And like, character didn't really get to do all that much. Like She did a flip at the end. She had a, a, end. a bit of a slice with Richard Madden. It's, look, and uh, Jason one, do you all love a slice of Richard Madden, Connor? Did you, huh? did, you, did you see that Richard Madden show, Citadel? Oh, the most second most expensive show ever made that no one likes. It, it's absolutely fucking atrocious. <laughs> well, I, I have no frame of reference for what it's about. It looks like a, looks like a pound shop DVD version of The Born Identity. Um, no, it's like, it. I would classify it as like um, James Bond, but like 2001 James Bond. Oh. Um, like skis going down the side of the mountain, James Bond. But not in a fun um, way, in a, like this is an t- entirely serious thing. And then there's also memory loss. Everybody's got amnesia. So it reminded me a lot of um, the Futurama scene with... The, the robots sitcom where it's just like I have amnesia then you have it. Oh, yeah, everybody's yeah. got amnesia everyone's a spy everyone's unkillable which is ideal for a, a movie about the two characters in certain situations where they should definitely die but they're really pretty human beings so you know what I mean they're going around yeah it, but it, like, it's what is it like what who what who, want, who wants that where? I think I think it got sold because they said they've got Madden yeah, um, or or they had like all the cast, all the crew. They had an idea of what they wanted it to look like, but then they forgot to write the script until like the week before, and they were like, "Oh, f- oh, fuck! I, we need a script." <laughs> I just don't know what market that caters to, because like the the Prime Video stuff is like you got like your your Jack Ryan's and your your you know spy movies and TV shows. I don't know why you need to double down with just your own your own one, you know. Hmm. And also, I just watched Night Agent, which is a show that I'm... Look. On the year... This is the year of the Night Agent, John. Year of the Night Agent, <laughs> back in a big way. Never left in some people's eyes. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I just, I just wanted to bring up Blade again just to let you know what was happening because I feel like 
this could be a new mutant situation. It could go to 26, 27, and then I think Mahershal Ali will just leave, and then we'll have a big, massive problem, because who are they bringing in? That's the thing. Like, yeah, the worst thing would be for it to just, like, limp on for years and then just slowly release with no celebration or fanfare. They call that the new mutants. New mutants effect, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, So we're moving on to... I I mean... (sighs) Fast and Furious, right? All oh, right. Like, you're not. You're I'm not gonna, gonna check out ha- for about ten minutes or so. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't want you to check out. I don't want you to. Check. I want you to just. Is anyone else sick of these movies? But also, hey. <laughs> but also, Dwayne Johnson. I'm sick of the drama around all of the. No, I like Dwayne Johnson is returning as Luke Hobbs, but not in the Fast and Furious. In a Fast and the Furious spin-off. Didn't he already have one of those? He did, Hobbs and Shaw. But now he's coming back. Because Black Adam made no money, isn't that right? So, look, I feel like the, weirdly every month now we seem to just pick a fight with The Rock. But I don't know. That was a bit more... that we had in the early days of the show, that we were going to start mm. a feud with The Rock. And now it's everyone's on our side, I think. I, I think we've uh, we've come around. <laughs> we were crazy. We, we were rebels. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think a lot of people are now just like, just do something else, but they're also now starting to see the logic. So he went down on his own. He's like, fuck you. I'm not doing Fast and Furious 10. I'm going to go make Black Adam. Black yeah. Adam did very well in some markets, apparently, according to him, but it didn't do very well. In, Dwayne Johnson's it, numbers is the best movie it, ever made. It didn't do very well in the other markets that they had the numbers up in. And also, review-wise, not very good. And also, movie-wise, not very good. And sticking um, power-wise and word-of-mouth-wise, not mm, very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, so he was then kind of out on a limb, and now he's kind of going back to the movies that probably he probably will see a Jumanji 4 at some stage Jumanji yeah. 3 um, and I think Luke Hobbs is definitely now he's confirmed as returning as Luke Hobbs because I think that's solid and safe and you can make a shit ton of money doing that is, is that but do you think that's what he's in it for it's just like no it's a guaranteed billion or whatever because those, those any Fast yeah, and Furious movie makes a rake of money I don't think he's guaranteed. I don't think he's even looking for money for himself. I just no, think he, he's just a- ego. He wants the box office, I think, and I think it's a much more solid box office in the Fast and Furious franchise. But I mean, even in the last movie, um, Jason Momoa apparently is having a fight with Vin Diesel now because he went over the top in the last movie. But everything um, I've heard about the last movie is that oh, Jason Momoa is the best part of it. Because he's like, he knows he's what movie he's in, but everyone else doesn't know that they're in that movie. Yeah. I saw a clip today of Vin Diesel, like, tipping a car back upright with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is, who is under the illusion that this is anything but a goof? Yeah, it's it's a goofball. I mean, there's a there's a scene in the last movie, uh, number nine, uh, in which Tyrese... Um, gets surrounded by I think like 12 lads with guns in a forest yeah. and I was like oh this is where he's dead and he defeats all 12 he doesn't have a gun or anything he just defeats them he just he's just they, I mean they're surrounding him they could easily kill that man is what you're oh, saying if they, sh- if they all shot at once they would shoot each other but they would definitely get him as well I can't wait I wish no ill will towards anyone who likes those movies or anyone who makes money off of the production or sale of those films. I cannot fucking wait for them to end so we can stop (laughs) fucking hearing about them. 
And honestly, same with all movies at this point. Leave me alone. <laughs> what about Spider-Verse? Oh, I'm seeing that tomorrow. I'm really excited. Oh, yeah. But really after good. that one. And then after, Oppenheimer after and Barbie, that. actually. But after that one. And, and Guardians last month. We're all a bit of a fucking yeah, roll here. Do you know what? Some films are all right. I just make all I right films. <laughs> films are good. The last two films I've seen are Guardians and Spider-Verse. Yeah. And I'm flying high. Oh, no, I'm having a great time. I'm, be, I'm, I'm, I'm playing into a bit, by the way. Films are still good and you can enjoy things. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean, speaking of films are still good If you say Indiana I, Jones I'm going to punch your teeth down your no, throat okay. I have a feud That I never thought would happen But Tom Cruise This has filled me with joy oh, oh, Tom yeah. Cruise He's coming for Christopher Nolan <laughs> Who would have thought Two people as dedicated to saving The art of cinema as them they, 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 we we thought they were our heroes, but apparently they are also villains towards each other. So what? Yeah. Now I only saw like the headline, like a surface thing of this, but it's something to do with the release date, is it? So Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One with Tom Cruise has a bit of a bone to pick with Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. Um, so according to the news, Cruise is pretty pissed off at Universal's upcoming biographical feature Oppenheimer, directed by Mr. Nolan, will be taking over all the IMAX screens for three full weeks beginning July 21st. Dead Reckoning is booked to play on the majority of all those screens from July 12th. Or sorry, beginning July 21st. But then um, uh, Mission Impossible opens July 12th. Mm-hmm. So nine days before, but what Tom Cruise was then told was nine days into your cinematic run, Mission Impossible is being taken out of IMAX because Oppenheimer is being put in every single IMAX screen in the country and the world. Fucking hell! I mean, mm. Oppen- like the the Oppenheimer, by the way, might not do well. Like it's going to be a great film. I have no real doubt about it, that. That movie makes no sense how it yeah. got made. It makes no sense how it got made. I don't know who it's really marketed to. It's three hours long and it got an R rating this year. It's R rated. It's three hours long. It's got a fucking amazing cast. Christopher Nolan is writing about something he clearly enjoys, but it's like a historical project. Historical biopic? like a, a historical biopic that's three hours long and is all rated is a very hard niche to, to really get it's to market. hard to fill on a Tuesday afternoon. Do you know? <laughs> do you know what I'd like to go see with the kids? Yeah. You know <laughs> bring, yeah. But uh, like, uh, like at least Barbie, it's a weird wild concept. It's 90 minutes. It'll be fine. Uh, mm. But often it's just a weirder sell. I have no doubt it'll probably be good. The, the, the reels... To show it on, it's apparently like six miles long or some shit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But I think that's just news they bring out just to kind of like, wow, he's doing this. Film's definitely not Nolan's- dead. There's one guy still using it. Uh, <laughs> one guy who hates Warner Brothers now, but he's still using it. He's with Universal now, is he? Yes, that's why the problem, that's where the problem is arising, because Mission Impossible is also with Universal. And Mission Impossible is Universal's, like, big thing. I know, but they fucking nabbed Christopher Nolan and they so will give like that man got, the sun if he see, wants it. I So here's the take, right? So Tom Cruise, he's a star player. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then they're like, we can get the star player from the other team that's better yeah. than us. 
and they get the better star player. And now they've got two star players, but they've chosen the new shiny one and not the old, it's Woody and Buzz Lightyear style. It's not, it's, yeah, it's not the old reliable. Like, it's it's the shiny new toy on the shelf. Um, it's, and the problem uh, is, the, sh- the old reliable is a lizard man who's going to pick a fight. <laughs> yeah, and who has power and connections, Connor. Oh, he's forget. got power and connections. <laughs> I mean, like, it's, uh, look, but uh, look, which one would I prefer to see? Definitely Oppenheimer over the first part of the also, last Also, it gets more months. interesting because, of course, Top Gun Maverick came out last year and was basically saved cinemas yeah. <laughs> last year. Which, you know, totally fair. But you can't just write that. That's a different movie. That's not this movie, you know. True. True. You don't get credit just for being there on D-Day. You have so to do the rest of the over a hundred million dollars of Maverick's one point five billion box office came from IMAX theaters. So, like, yeah, five percent. See, no, I, is that right? I think for like, Same. like, look, I want to see Tom Cruise try and kill himself in on the biggest screen possible. Of course, oh, every time. But the 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 idea of like Top Gun in IMAX sounds like a better sell than Mission Impossible. Like, because Top Gun, you get the wide vistas and the, like, big mm. action set pieces. Whereas Mission Impossible, I would feel like a spy film is a little more contained and is suited to any size of screen, if that makes sense. Yeah, also Oppenheimer was exclusively shot with the IMAX large it's cap, all IMAX. cameras. Like, it's so all it's all IMAX. IMAX. The, so they have to show an IMAX. The, um, did you see there was one fucking mad lad who booked the very front centre seat for Oppenheimer on opening night. The man is going to be irradiated by the end of it. Your eyes are just going to be like melted into your own head. What the fuck are you doing? He's going to come out like looking like death, the destroyer of worlds. And, and I, I, I mean, you have to do the double bill of Oppenheimer Barbie. Yeah, which you see Barbie used so much pink paint they called it, caused a shortage. You know what? Absolutely. Let it fucking happen. Yeah, I mean, Greta Gerwig can do whatever she wants with that Barbie movie because she's insane for even attempting it. But fuck me, let's do it. If Greta did that and caused that shortage and then a week before release said, nah, we're going to do it in black and white and just release it with a filter, <laughs> I'd be fine with that. I'd be like, you're dead right, Greta. <laughs> fucking <Yes>. inspired choice. <laughs> Made the movie better. <laughs> I mean that's that's so funny like that the fact that Barbie and Oppenheimer are going up together all Twitter is very funny with the two of them the the rivalry but now the two of them have joined together up against Tom Cruise and, and Mission Impossible so now it's yeah. 2v1 and I think they, I think Greta and Chris might have it do you know I think so they're, I think they're more powerful yeah, combined and separate, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Jean, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And what I have here is um, news about Deadpool 3 that doesn't okay. involve around Ryan Reynolds and his improving is X-Men. Uh, in That's the fact familiar. that... We know Hugh Jackman's going to appear in that movie, but we have now heard more reports that not only is Mr. Jackman appearing, there will be more original X-Men appearing in Deadpool 3 alongside Ryan Reynolds. This um, is interesting. Mm, the, I, um, I've seen photos Halle Berry dyed her hair storm colour again. Uh, so Halle Berry, Famke Janssen and James Marsden could be making their MCU debuts in the upcoming movie alongside Hugh Jackman. I mean, it would be nice to, to like, have a, like, acknowledge, oh, no, all those movies happened, like, uh, mm. kind of tough. To, I think you probably, you burned your bringing back Patrick Stewart 
uh, burned that in <laughs> Multiverse of Madness. And um, when when did they burn that? Did, did he the get a neck snap or something? The very moment they snapped his neck in a dream. Ah, yeah. So they brought like the most powerful mutant of all time to snap that boy's neck. Just kill <laughs> him. Time. Just straight killed him this time. Uh, bring back <laughs> McAvoy and uh, Fassbender. Please bring back Fassbender. We just want Fassbender back in general, but I don't think you can bring back Fassbender and then also Halle Berry and James Marsden's crew. No, no. There is I fa- like, there was a really good fan theory I saw, which was, it, we, we've never really got into it, but there's a thing called the Mojoverse. We touched on it in the Psylocke report, actually. I, it's in the Psylocke-verse where Mojo is... Okay, let me try and do Go this for memory. Go for it, do it. I, uh, Mojo is a character... It, not Mojo Jojo from no. Power, Power of Girls, but Mojo is a character that is obsessed with having a TV show and like making all of the heroes actors in the TV show. And he brought Psylocke in as a character in this fake TV show in the Mojo verse, and yeah. that is a real thing that happened in comic books. Exactly. So the idea of the, and this could be you could go really meta with it. This is what this fan theory says: is that Mojo is the one who is bringing Deadpool to the MCU. Because he's the most popular character. And he would be but good for But then you have ages. to introduce the Mojo-verse into this fucking place. Dude, they could do it. They could... Like, I believe they could actually do that. Also... Have you and seen if the recent movies? Well, look, have you... Look, <laughs> uh, Spider-verse was good, probably. Um, probably. The... But and then Deadpool gets to bring one person along, but it has to be the other most popular X Man, and that's how Wolverine is brought into things. Uh, also, Mojo to be played by none other than Mike Myers, which I think would be fucking great. I mean, I uh, you just go all out for this movie, yeah. Is just what you're like, saying, and say goodbye to everyone, and like big Endgame style final battle with all the old mutants. Oh, also this brings up the fact of how is James Marsden not an absolute, like, much bigger star than he, than he is? I, I have no idea. He was still, he's not really A-list, is he? <laughs> like, he's, he should be. Like, he, he should be. He's been in enough things that enough people have enjoyed. I, he's so good at comedy, drama. I mean, look at the hair on the lad. He's got fantastic hair. He can do it all. He can do he it can all. He can do it all. He always plays second fiddle to someone. I don't understand it. Every time I watch it, although then I watch X-Men number three and he dies beside a lake, but you don't even see him die. That's, yeah. We see his glasses though. And that's all you need. That's what they need. That's what he's most famous for. Sean, I mean, if you bring in the other three, you're taking a big fight at the end is how you're seeing it. I think this. if you bring, if you assemble an X-Men team, I think they have to fight at least a mindless horde or two. You know, oh, it sounds boring though. What if it's okay? Here's what I would do. Okay, it's, okay. And in this world, they go to Mojoverse, and it's all about like She-Hulk style meta referential humor about the MCU. Okay, but they they have a fight at the end, and all of the robots that they're fighting are cameras, and the fight is entirely from that perspective, and they're like you just see all these heroes like swinging about and fighting, but in like real time. And not perfectly choreographed and edited and cut. And you're really wild, going in on the mojo. Wild really swings on cameras. I think it'd be really fucking cool. <laughs> and you just see him getting closer and closer to mojo. And then the camera spins around and they break down the door and they punch him in the face. Punch him in the face and that's finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then cool. Uh, are, you, are you bringing back Patrick Stewart for no reason, or Ian McKellen? The the fan theory is that during the battle, it swaps between the two. 
because the universes are all mixing at this point. Uh, oh, okay. And it goes, the screen goes half and half, and then Patrick Stewart and James McAvoy say, to me, my X-Men. And, like, something about that makes me really fucking happy. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I rewatched uh, Days of Future Past recently. That's it's good, right? Up. Yeah. Good. It is solid. Like, better it's than solid. has any right to be. Like, really, really great fight scenes at the start and at the end. Like, so cool. Yeah, the Sentinels are, like, perfectly done in that movie. Mm. Mm. Um, Sean, do you, or actually, I'm not going to say do you, but really, I'm going to do it anyway. Would you like to hear this month's version of Fantastic Four? Who's in it now? Oh, we've, we've, yeah, I, I would love to hear this. There was a, it was a four person casting rumor, wasn't it? Like the actual team. So the, I, I have one specific person that was right. offered it. Um, you, are you thinking of Mr. Adam Driver, who was last once? Then you have Paul Meskel. Yes, and this is this is what I saw on the lineup, and I'm like, ah. Um, well, Margot Robbie has been offered a major MC role as Sue Storm. Apparently, um, this is from uh, insider reporting that has said that basically Margot Robbie was offered the Invisible Woman role in right. the MCU. Um, other other options are Jodie Comer. The joke for this movie is that they have offered these roles to literally everyone in Hollywood. I think at this point, so yep. whoever so, gets it, fair fucks. <laughs> yeah, like just whoever wants it can have it at this point. I think. Do you think they're going to rush a Fantastic Four casting announcement because they can't really announce new projects with the writers' strike going on? Oh. Do you think they're winding up for that in the next few weeks or months? That is a very clever marketing option. And yes, I do. Because it's meant to start filming in January. Yeah, this is the thing. So at least if there was casting news, you could be like, okay. They could be waiting for like um, big uh, Comic-Con or Expo in like late August, early yeah, September as well. That would be the time, wouldn't it, to announce Like it. San Diego would be the time to announce stuff as well. Yeah, or D twenty three is that coming up, or or D twenty three as well, like that, like all that stuff is normally where they do like the really big things. Yeah. I mean, we kind of mentioned last time with Adam Driver is that he should be Doctor Doom, and um, yeah. that he's been offered or he's been rumored to be Doctor Doom, or he's offered Doctor Doom, but he's also in the role for Mister Fantastic, which I suppose at a psychological level works, as because those two characters are both bastards. Two sides of the same kind. <laughs> that is true. That is true. And look, if an, if I if I were to pick an actor out of my head who would commit to doing stretchy arms, it would be Adam Driver, 100%. <laughs> World's widest boy, Adam Driver. I just think that, like, uh, you know, you get some actors, like you get uh, Jeremy Strong from Succession or something. That man isn't doing wiggly little arms. Nah, no way. He's, I- he's, he's too... He's too, like, composed. You need the widest man in the world who's going to commit big time to the big stretchy go-go arms. Yeah, and I need him because he's also a wild card. Like, he's a really good actor, but he'll just do fucking weird, odd stuff. <laughs> My favourite thing that he's ever done, he did an SNL sketch where he paid an eight, played an 87-year-old oil baron at a parent's day at school. And it's just hilarious because he goes fully into it and he's a lunatic he gets like fully into character as like this is the most serious thing i've ever worked on and i really need this to go well yeah so i just like i think he'd be a better doom but i could see him as fantastic 
Um, I mean, so far, the options have been for Sue Storm. I mean, you have Jennifer Lords back like a few years ago. She was rumoured. Yep. Um, and then you also had Mila Kunis. She, she was being considered. Um, and then you also had Jodie Comer. She was being considered for Sue Storm. So basically, any actress in Hollywood at the minute who's famous... You, who isn't already cast in the MCU. Who isn't already cast, you are probably going to get an offer to do this movie. Honestly, if she hadn't been Black Widow, uh, like Scarlett Johansson would be up for this. Florence Pugh would be up for this. Like True. if they weren't already established characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how so, casting works. I mean, at this point, I don't really mind because, like... <laughs> It's, I don't think anyone cares as much as they did. <laughs> I don't like no. Like you, you can enjoy it and it'll be great, but none of it matters in the end. <laughs> like when they announce the cast, I'll be like, "Cool, cool." I can't <laughs> change that. That's right. <laughs> Is it going to be good? Probably. I mean, the level of difference between Jennifer Lawrence, Mila Kunis, and Jodie Comer and uh, Margot Robbie probably not that great in terms no. of them in the movie. Yeah, like it's it, 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 you know, most of it could come down to the writing, Connor. I, I've now started, and you know, those guys aren't around at the minute, so no. it's that's going to be a hindrance. Um, so we're going to finish off. Um, also, if Paul Meskel is Johnny Storm, that man's a fucking genius. Can I don't say know that he must have dirt on someone he has the greatest agent in all of Hollywood not that we think he's bad we really want to make it clear I can't stress how talented and good the man is but (laughs) there's no explanation for how far he's gone from zero to 200 Like, he, he went through a Hercules-style training arc, apparently. Like, it's insane. <laughs> he, he went from nobody knew who he was to Daniel Day-Lewis in, like, a week. But he's still, like, he goes to his local shop and buys bread. He was he was back home a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah people met him out. He was, he was just having, drinking. Paul just was in great form, by all accounts. A giant is time. And I'm like, you're, you're big. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand the man. But I want to be his friend. <laughs> Um, look, fair fucks to you, Paul. We couldn't be prouder of you, but also very funny. I hope you do get Johnny Storm. Amazing. Yeah, Just, I hope you get the thing. Fuck it. Look, <laughs> he would kill it. He would kill it, but me and you were just blind. They were just like, that's Paul. That's Paul in the big screen movies. Yeah. Yeah. He's up on the big screen there. Look at him. It's like going to see your friend in a play. It's like, there's my friend. The, the, also, if, if he is casting like, the MCU, before every screening of that, it should be the Denny Sausages ad that he was in should play before it. <laughs> Anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, look up Denny Sausages and Paul Meskel. Um, Denny, D-E-N-N-Y-S. And then good. your grant. Lovely it's, sausage. Lovely vegetarian sausage as well, I To get say. the joke, you'll have to understand that there's a place in Ireland called Ballyhornus. There you yes. go. We've solved the ad. You solved um, it. Uh, well so done. we're finishing off Movie Monthlies, uh, I, said, I was going to say this week, but this month, this month, with the news, and you're not going to like this, it's Spider-Verse news, kind of, oh, huh? but not really, it's you not can't. about the movie itself, okay. Spider-Man producers have teed, teased a live action Miles Morales movie and an animated Spider-Woman film uh, in the future. So this is Amy Pascal, um, nice. who... I mean, she's on a fucking roll at the minute. But she has said that Spider-Woman and a live-action Miles Morales movie are in the works at Sony. Do you know what? Good. 
Okay, but get the people that currently write those characters to write those characters uh, mm. in the movie. Uh, now, I, my call is at the end of Beyond the Spider-Verse. And look, I don't know what is happening in the next one. I won't know that till tomorrow. But at the end of the Beyond the Spider-Verse that's coming out next year or something, um, I fully believe it'll like just transition to live action. And like there, there's your live action Miles Morales at the end. You think? I think like that Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episode. Yeah, but you know what I I was thinking about this. I was like, oh, that's a great idea originally. Well, like the Spider Woman film, I think that'd be excellent. I mean, yeah. even if it, if it's Gwen, if you want to do Gwen as Spider Woman or not Spider Gwen, but she is Spider Woman in that yeah. movie, fantastic. Let her have her own film. But with the live action Miles Morales thing, I I'm like. The Spider-Verse movies are so good. You don't want to Miles touch is, him, like. Like, I wouldn't touch him. I'm like, you've you've literally done per- a perfect films with this character. Why would you then be like, let's put him in a different medium? And look, that's not saying the movie won't be good. I'm just like, you've nailed it. It's just, just let's just leave it. Yeah, but I think it's, on like, it could, if it, it, it Say outside of even it's not in the MCU, it's in the Sony universe. What mm. will that do for the Sony universe? Will that make it good? I mean, yes, because like Miles Morales is such a cool character. Like, yeah. he's so great, and so, he, and he's as good as Peter Parker. Connor Miles Morales technically in the Sony he could fight Michael Keaton's Vulture again. Like, just have Spider-Man fight Vulture again. Because he's in a different universe. Yeah, but it has something to do with Spider-Man. And, I, like, I like it could be cool. I know it's a risk. It's a risk. Yeah, but Miles it's, Morales it's a risk. is so it's fucking a, it's cool. It's only a risk because... But would we say the opposite if it was a live action going to animate it? I think that's an easier transition. It is an easier transition. There's a lot more can carry over from live action like you can get the actor who played the character in live action to do the voice uh, I I also think it's easier if the movie you're transitioning from whether animated or live action was shit Mm. really easy transition if you're coming from a shit property and they're like we're doing them again but we're doing them in animated or live action you're like great because if the Spider-Verse films were bad you'd be like thank god they get to do justice now to Miles Morales yeah but coming from like two of the greatest comic book movies ever made tough tough sell <laughs> that is true and like the transition of like oh we can do like the creativity and the style and everything that they have for the animation in Spider-Verse to then being like this is the camera on the tripod this is what it's able to do <laughs> Or we can do some We can't do bright colours. Yeah. We can't do the bright colours around them. I'm sorry. It won't happen. It won't work this time. So yeah, that's a that's a that's a change. But you taking the character of Miles Morales and just putting him in a situation in live action could be interesting. He's really good in the Spider Man PS five game. I will say. And and I think um, there's a really interesting thing now where there was like a lot of Twitter tweets and comments about like in the next 20 years, what does, who is Spider-Man to the next generation? Is it Miles Morales? Is it Peter Parker? I mean, I think it's both. I think yeah. they're both excellent. I think it's it's not going to be a case. It's going to be Barry Allen, Wally West. Like they're, they're both really good as that character it depends where, when you grew up so I suppose people now with the CW show Barry Allen is their Flash but yeah. 
20, 10 years before that, you had the Justice League animated show where Wally West was the Flash. And that's their Flash. Um, but also those people like the CW show because it's it's just the character of the Flash and they're different, they're different people portraying that. Yeah, exactly. Like in some ways it's like asking someone who their Batman is in terms of actor. Because a lot of people like grew up on the Christian Bale Batman or the Keaton Batman or anything like that. Uh, mine is instantly Pattinson Batman, though. That's the best version. But like, I rewatched it on my birthday. That's <laughs> pretty good. I got asked what I wanted to watch. I was like, the Batman. <laughs> that's goddamn right. That's all I want to watch. Um, I, but I like, yeah, I think Spider-Man is just like it's Spider-Man. Like, you know what Spider-Man stands for. And different characters can be Spider-Man. As is proven, there's a bajillion Spider-Man out there. Uh, True. And it's interesting to watch all of them. And you Boy. don't have to have seen Spider-Verse, you just need to see the trailer. There's a bajillion Spider-Men out there in yeah. all different types. And like, the, like, there's a reason that like Spider-Man, like they're both called Spider-Man in the comics. There's no difference between I them. love that. I, re- I really love that. Like, yeah. it's, it's something that you don't see that often. Like, you, you don't normally get two characters, two completely different people. Normally, they sometimes get, like, universe hopping. They're both the same person, but from different worlds. No, How like, two weird. separate people, uh, they, they are the same hero. Yeah, then they operate the same way, use the same uh, loadouts and gear, and same name, same code name. Like, it doesn't matter, they're just getting the job done. Like, that's cooler to me than, like, and here's other spider-man or like iron lad or whatever i would love to see uh, a live action miles morales movie and a live action batman beyond movie and i think you print money do the two of them (laughs) and it'd be great make it happen i would like they're both batman different people different people but both batman yeah same Mm. same story with that like it's the same concept yeah i would like a live action ben riley movie because i want them to have to process all of that in a live action film (laughs) all of his angst and what you do, you cast Tom Holland's brother as Ben Riley, <laughs> and he hates Tom. Oh, Holland. he hates Tom Holland. So much. He hates him. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's it for this month's movie monthly shot. I think what? we kind of covered everything. We didn't oh, yeah. talk at the Dune trailer because I don't want to be spoiled on it. <laughs> that's fair, and we're allowed to do that, Connor. It's our show. I'm very looking forward to Dune for what it's worth. Uh, oh, I can't wait. Uh, it's June right now. <laughs> Will I take us out, Connor? Please. Thank you, everyone, <laughs> for listening as well. to this month's episode of Movies Monthly. We'll be back on Wednesday with Weird News, Friday with Hero or Zero, and next month with another Movie Monthly wrap-up show thing. Spider-Verse review coming later on the week. Over on... Uh, they, all of, no, that's coming out here. There's a bunch of stuff over on Patreon uh, that all came out. We talked about... We did a review of Knives Out last week. Knives Out, one of Connor's favourite films. We did it for his mm-hmm. birthday. Wish Connor a happy birthday. I got your present delivered to my house. It's Good on job. its way to your house. Hey, look. But I don't live in start. your house. I live in my See, house. See, this is the thing. This is why I was yeah. confused. Mm-hmm. I was like, why mm-hmm. is this lovely <laughs> diamond watch delivered to me. Oh, no. I've wow, spo- it's my birthday, too. <laughs> well, I guess I'll hang on to this. Um... <laughs> But yeah, uh, stuff over on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash years for higher podcast and shout outs to Roshi and the wife Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Kometsu, Dozer Enthusiast Evanson, Waffles loves you and is hoping you have a good day, David Clark, Sean Chuckling in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Anna Irish Walrus Forever, Helm Roos, Daniel McLaughlin, Luke Darth, Lord Smish, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Frost, 
Buster, Ed Ball, Lorraine and Connor have swapped the order of their names to perfectly bamboozle Sean. Russ, after the lollipop man antics, I am really excited to hear tales of Sean as a kid plumber, kid cop and kid pilot. Parfit. Jackson Bruheim, Liz had a few too many on St. Paddy's Day and Tissley subscribed to the Patreon and Kira Lawler. Thank you all for the support. Thank you for sticking with us. Hope you enjoyed uh, the movie monthly and hope you're looking forward to the week of shows now that we're both back. Uh, there is a merch store as well. Here's for hire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter's at here's for hire pod. The four is a number four. Facebook is Detective Divilment's discussion group. Instagram is here's for hire podcast and the best way to ever help out the show is to the one human being that we exist. Very quick. Ma- uh, I've been, I've been <laughs> fighting off a sneeze for about five minutes, so I'm doing my best here. <laughs> <laughs> All that pollen. Um, so I sent that box to your house. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so, I, I have been cut it all. I have been shot, man. And we shall see you all next month, guys. Bye. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.